Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yes, it's not every day that you hear about a podcast hosted by a 17-year-old about mental health, anxiety, social issues that's aimed at teenagers. But that's exactly what my next guest has set up. The podcast is called Talk About It and it is giving teens a platform to discuss issues that directly affect them. There's eight episodes published so far in total, ranging from LGBTQ issues to exploring what it's like to live with cerebral palsy. Now, the podcast only started in April this year and it's already garnering a huge following. I'm delighted to be joined now by Ameline oregan Farano. She's from Ballina in County Mayo and she's on the line. How are you doing, Ameline? I'm great, Sinead. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, you are so welcome. You're so welcome. I played a bit of it there before we came on and I'm already worried for my job, can I just say, because you're a fantastic <laughs> uh, broadcast host, I have to say. But, um, you know, you're from Mayo, first of all, but you've connections to our neck of the woods here in the northeast, don't you? Yeah, so thank you very much for the introductions. Very kind of you to say. So yeah, my mum grew up in Baytown, Laytown, uh, Town, and she went to school in Sacred Heart in Drogheda. And she met one of her closest friends there, uh, Sharon, from who now lives in Termaseken. And uh, she's one of my biggest supporters, so I have to say hello to her. Oh, yes, this is, of course, Sharon Lovey, who used to work here with us in LMFM. Uh, absolutely, we definitely have to give her a shout out for, for putting us in contact with you. Um, but you've just finished fifth year at school. You're already making a name for yourself as a great podcast host. Tell me, where did the idea for Talk About uh, It come from? Yeah, so back in November, it kind of uh, originated as two teens in my local area had taken their own lives, each within uh, a couple of weeks of each other. I didn't know these teens personally, although a lot of my uh, classmates did know them. I met them at various events, but I didn't know them personally. And of course, it shocked the entire community. So I just said, you know, we need to start talking about this more. This needs to be something that is normalised, talking about mental health. And I was looking for ways to to do that and uh, came up with the idea for the podcast. So it was very spare at the moment. And, and you know, I, I know obviously it's born out of a, a tragic event in, in the area, but it's so important that issues like this get discussed. For people that are not familiar with the show, what kind of contact content ends up there? Because there's a huge range in just eight episodes so far. Yeah, so I, I really talk about everything. I, it, I really focus on honest, honest chats about mental health. Um, it's not always heavy. I do try and make it as light as possible and we always have a bit of a laugh through it. But uh, yeah, I chat about topics like autism, cerebral palsy, the LGBTQ plus community, 
um, COVID-19 films that are directed by young filmmakers. So everything really. Everything and anything ends up there. And I just have to stress this again because you've no presenting or broadcasting experience. But after listening no. to the episodes, you do come across very seasoned and very confident. Were you nervous though recording the first episode and putting it out to the world? Oh, definitely. I released three on the same day. So the nerves were, <laughs> nerves were all over the place. Um, but, you know, the reaction I got was really overwhelmingly positive And there are so many people um, who, who have said thank you for it and who like listening to it. So, yeah, it's been it's been wonderful. Now, the first kind of, I suppose, official episode after the, the, the introduction is you dive straight into the deep end to discuss issues facing the LGBTQ plus community in Ireland. There's an awful lot to learn in this episode. Uh, I found it very, very insightful. So even parents should be tuning into these episodes as well. Um, but I had no idea about some of the letters the LGBTQ plus stand for. And that's something that you tackle straight away in the, in, at the start, which I think was a very good idea. Was that something that you were conscious of that? there's not a lot of awareness around what these actually mean. Yeah, definitely. So I have a few friends who are part of the community and then even discussing it with other friends, they were just getting confused about the difference between bisexual and pansexual. And I said, you know, it's it's so important to just clear it up from the start. So I said, that's one thing I wanted to do at the very beginning. And really, I was only scraping the surface with that episode. There are still so many more sexualities and sexual orientations that... Um, need to be discussed yeah. and and you know talked about but yeah it was it was something i wanted to do from the very beginning clear up any misconceptions yeah and I, you know from chatting with Alex there was a, a lot that went into that episode in terms of chat the chat what did you learn from chatting with Alex oh gosh so much i really couldn't pick out one thing but i was shocked when he you know would t- told me about how he was shouted at across mm. the street um for for his sexuality, for being who he was, and that really um, shocked me afterwards um, when it kind of sunk in that I happened. Um, listen, there's so much on yeah. that episode that I took away from, and it was amazing to talk to, to Alex. And he, I thank you so much, Trim. I know he's listening, so yeah, he was so open with me, and I it was it was an amazing chat. Yeah, no, thank you, Alex is right, and if he is listening in, thank you because it was very very open and insightful, and he gave an awful lot of himself in that. Uh, now, as you mentioned, there are lighter topics as well, and as a film fan myself, I really enjoyed the episode about the film directors. Tell us more about this one because again, you know, it's not it's focusing on young filmmakers. This is the next generation of talent. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I was on YouTube and I came across the RTE clip with Michael Keane, Liam Boland and Aoife Reese, And they had each um, done their own short film that was inspired by COVID-19. And they had entered their films into the Fresh Film Festival. It is a Irish film festival for young people and teens that goes on every year. Um, this, I, I could honestly just talk about the, the, the festival in a completely different um, interview. But yeah, I interviewed them about their, their films and what inspired them and how COVID-19 had affected them. It was just really an amazing insight into the impact of COVID in teens in a, in a completely different light. Yeah, and as you, as you say, you framed it all around this really lighter kind of way of discussing it through the, through the films. Now, I know that you're a big film fan yourself. And in fact, you won a competition for a short film, didn't you? I did, I did. My Three of my best friends, Marin, Alva and Laura, had entered their dress into the Junkature competition. So for people who don't know what that is, it is a uh, competition every year in Ireland and in, in parts across the world where you make a dress, an outfit out of rubbish materials. So they had uh, their dress go through to the finals 
and I made a short film about their about their dress and how they came up with the idea for it and designing it. And I entered it into the Jungle Tour film competition and I won it, which was very unexpected, but I was absolutely delighted. Oh, and do you know what? I'm extremely jealous of the prize. Tell us about the prize. This is unreal. Yeah, so it was two tickets to the Cannes Film Festival. Unfortunately, that's not going ahead this year. It didn't go ahead. Uh, hopefully next year. But listen, the opportunity to win it, um, everything I've gotten out of it has just been absolutely unbelievable. So, yeah. I, I can imagine there's unreal. friends that are coming out of the woodwork going, oh, hi, you know, uh, who are you taking to Cannes? <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. My, fr- my my whole family were contacting me saying, so, <laughs> who are you taking? <laughs> so you've that to look forward to next year, which is fantastic. And I know that film and making films is another big, big passion of yours. Uh, now, a lot of the music, I have to mention this because... um. There's lots of music that we hear on the podcast as well. This is all original music from teenagers as well. And uh, I loved hearing the music in the the film episode, which was fantastic. Uh, Again, this is another way you're trying to give teenagers a platform through the podcast um, to sort of promote them and their work as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And it was music has always been a very big part of my life. And I have I know so many um, teens who are young musicians and who want to get into the music industry. So that was something from the very very start that I wanted to do: put music in the podcast. And as well, uh, there there isn't a lot of podcasts that put music no. into their episodes. So I said, listen, it's a unique a unique factor as well. So I have musicians such as um, Padraig Cahill in there, um, the Master Plan, which is the local band in my area, um, Ashley Mlarkey. I'm forgetting a whole load of names, but if you go on to um, my episodes, you'll be able. Yeah, they're all there. They're all listed, and they're and them all. Yeah, they're fantastic. They really are. Now, uh, you know, alongside COVID, obviously, there's a huge mental health pandemic, and we're hearing more and more about people your age group feeling anxious, struggling with mental health issues. Do you feel teenagers don't talk enough about their problems? Yeah, um, I just want to just say uh, I'm very lucky with the group of friends I have that I'm able to discuss these kind of issues with them where I'm very open with them and them with me. But in a general sense, I don't think that teens are very open about mental health. And, you know, there is a huge negative stigma around mental health. And you can see that even in the news today um, with the news of Naomi Osaka, uh, Mm -hmm. who withdraws from the French um, tennis open and with the uh, news, just the news today in general about mental health, you know, the negative stigma, it's still there. And I think teens are afraid to talk about it because it's just not talked about enough. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree with you more. And this is kind of why, the, this is the main kind of reason behind this this podcast. Uh, but do you think that teens will open up more so, say, to friends than, say, their parents? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think we all have to, teens have to support one another, young adults have to support one another. And that's really the only way we can, you know, change it. We are the next generation, so we've got to talk to each other about it. But yeah, you know, for adults as well, a lot of adults have reached out to me about the podcast saying, you know, thank you so much. I've learned so much about it. I've gotten my my young daughters, my sons to listen to it and they found it helpful. So it's for everybody, really. But, you know, I think... If, if we all started talking about it together, that it could make a huge impact. Oh, it really could. And I, I could not recommend this podcast enough. It is fantastic in terms of just, you know, as you say, hearing teen voices talk to other teens. It's fantastic the way it's kind of all put together. Um, now, you do have another episode ready to go. And we can reveal that you've got a pretty high profile guest for this one, don't you? Yeah, I have Maria Walsh, uh, who I interviewed last week and she'll be on 
my newest episode that's coming this Saturday at 12 o'clock. And I'm so excited about this one. It's been one I've, I've been really looking forward to releasing. And it was such, yeah, it was an amazing opportunity to talk to Maria. And I'm very, very grateful that I had the chance to, to chat with her. Oh, that's brilliant. So that's this Saturday at 12 noon at all podcast providers. So finally, is this the plan after school to go into a career in broadcasting? Should I be worried about my job here? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would love to do all things, you know, film and, and podcasting and writing and all that kind of creative style. So, yeah, I'm delighted I'm getting into it now. Um so, so young. So Watch great. this space. Watch this space. Well, Amelie, it's a fantastic series. I think what you're doing is very important. Keep up the great work and thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Well, thank you so much, Sinead. Thanks a million, Ameline. Uh, oh, you can find... Listen, it's everywhere, right? You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. I strongly recommend any teen and in fact, anybody to check it out. It's a really great series. It's called Talk About It. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.